You are listening to Gems for Success. Our aim is to empower you to push to your limits, achieve your goals, and promote growth in your life, businesses, careers, and academics. I'm your host, Yabirago, and I'll be having a heart-to-heart conversation with people from all walks of life who are at the top of your industry to share their knowledge and journey on how they elevated to their capacity and to help others achieve their goals and live their best lives. Hang on tight because we about to drop the gems. Today's quote is, never give up. Today is hard. Tomorrow will be worse. But the day after tomorrow will be sunshine by Jack Ma. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gems for Success. On this episode, I'll be having a chat with Toronto native Karen Shabazz. She is an entrepreneur in Toronto and um, she is the founder of three businesses, which are Snackable, Overhead Pro, and Snackable Studios, where she helps video creators create and also grow and monetize your content. Her production has reached over 3 million audience across the world, and um, she will be on the show today. I will be talking to her. Um, She'll be sharing some of her um, story um, about her startup journey and how she was able to overcome some of the challenges that she encountered on the road to success. So stay tuned because she's about to drop some gems. Thank you so much, Karen, for joining me today on Gems for Success. It is such an honor to have you here and that you accepted my invitation. I am sure that most of my listeners, or I would say all my listeners, will gain some gems from you because I am certain that this um, conversation will be very, very insightful. So um, thank you so much. And for people that do not know who you are, um, who is Karen Shabazz? So I am an entrepreneur from Toronto, and I have an online business where we help video creators create video and where we help brands find video. Okay. So, um, so meaning like anybody that is looking to create videos for promotion purposes and, um, or even like just videos for maybe social media and all that, they could just simply contact you and you guys be able to kind of put that whole thing together. Yeah. So we, yeah. So we help uh, video creators throughout the whole process of their video journey or where they are in their video journey. So we help folks who are just getting into video actually buy equipment for them to film video and then folks who want to outsource their video editing we have an agency where we do subscription based video editing and for folks who want to outsource their whole video projects we also have subscription based video production services and then we also help brands find influencers for influencer marketing. So we work with brands and we do like a brokerage project for influencer campaigns between brands and influencers. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's the name of your business? Um, And are you the only one that's running it or you have a whole team that you run with? Um, Yeah. So I have a team. There's about 13 of us. 
Um, and so there's two parts of the business. There's one for the brand and then there's one for the influencer slash video people who are interested in creating video. So the folks that are interested in creating video slash for the influencers, um, it's called Get Overhead Pro. And that is where we sell our product, our physical product to create video. And that's also where you can sign up for our video editing services and our video production services. Uh, we focus primarily on food right now. So we do a lot of food videos. Okay. Um, and then for the brands, we have a website called snackablestudios.com. And that's where brands can kind of connect with us. Um, and we can share kind of our influencer list with them and help them uh, create and manage campaigns. Wow, wow, wow. That's a lot of, um, that's a lot of <laughs> tasks on your plate in terms yeah. of your company. That's quite good. Um, so a question I'm going to ask you. Um, mm -hmm. I do ask a lot of people that do come on our podcast. That's just an um, a icebreaker question that I'm going to just throw at you. Are you a sunrise, a daylight, twilight, or a nighttime? So um, I would say my name actually in Persian means sunrise. So I'm going to say I'm a sunrise. For oh, that no, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and oh okay so the reason why you're sunrise can you give us a a bit of background why you're sunrise uh well my name is pronounced uh like how my mom pronounces it is getting and um and in hindi or urdu or i think even in persian it's it's uh it's like the first ray of sun. Um, so that's kind of the background of my name. And personally, uh, just as my rhythm works, like I thrive. First, mm -hmm. per, like I need a lot of sunlight to feel good in my life. And I thrive, like I'm, I'm definitely, like m most of my energy is in the morning. My brain uh -huh. will shut down at 7 p.m. Um, I was never the type of person that could do all-nighters. Like, or if I did that, it was so painful for me. You know, it's mm -hmm. just not... It's just that my body type. Yeah. And you know what? That goes to say a lot about names that we do um, have because some mm -hmm. names that we do carry actually the meaning means so much. And I mean, since your name actually means sunrise and that's who you really are. So mm. names are really important. And, and that goes back to, you know, you know, names that we're called either bad or good. It, 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 it's, um, it basically, it holds a lot of weight mm. on our character and the way we, we, um, we view life and the way we interact with people and the way we just do things in general. So um, thank mm -hmm. you for the background. All right. So Karen, um, can you share your story or like your journey to entrepreneurship and how you got here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, unexpected as probably many people are uh, I was in school for international development that's what I did my master's in and I worked in the field I worked in West Africa Ghana actually and then I uh, worked in uh, Southeast Asia for a bit or mm -hmm. South Asia I should say um, and then I came back to Toronto and then I got a job on a First Nations Reserve in Alberta for three years Okay. So, you know, that's what I was doing. That's what my life was going to be about. And I loved it, actually. Um, but then I got really sick. I was on the reserve. 
and I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And I don't know if you're familiar with Sorry Crohn's. To hear that. Yeah, so it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty intense time in my life. And um, and uh, anyway, so I decided to quit my job and just move back home um, to get better which I did, you know, um, I kind of focused all my energy on getting better and I was successful. Um, and so I had, I had a bunch of time off, you know, I basically took kind of two years off from life, uh, first to get better and then just to, just to see what the next step was. And so in this kind of gap period, um, I was determining what I was going to do. And I have a friend who's, I had, a, I had a friend and still have a friend who's now probably my main mentor. And he, um, I had known him for years. And, uh, you know, when I was in my early 20s, you know, just doing people what everyone does in their early 20s, he was building a business. And, um, you know, I didn't really take it seriously or anything. But then when he, when he, I think it was like, I don't know how old he was. He was mid 20s, maybe between 24, 25. Okay. And he sold it to Intel. Um, so he was acquired and he was financially free all of a sudden. And so that was like, so this is my friend who was close to me and I'm seeing him through this process. I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Mm. Um, so I think that was really powerful of having like someone around me who was a success, like, you know, not someone I heard about or I heard gave a speech, but this is someone like who I knew personally, you know, yeah, that's um, and that, was, yeah, that was really, really powerful, like far yeah. more than I even realized at that moment. And so anyway, so, so that's kind of the context. And then, so during this gap, you know, a couple of years, I, I just met up with him um, and, you know, just like a casual conversation just to catch up. And I was kind of explaining, like, I don't really know my next move. Like, uh, I was still a bit wary to go back into the development space because my health was still not, you know, I felt a little bit fragile still. Didn't want to throw myself back into an environment like that. Um, and then I was thinking about going back to school for different things. And he was just like, I remember him like sitting me down. He's like, you know, Karen, he's like the, the decision you make right now may not seem like a big deal right now, but in 10 years, it could significantly change the trajectory of your life. Hmm. So he was like, you know, you can go to school. At that point, I was actually thinking of going to like naturopathy school because I was really into like alternative health and stuff like this. And so he's like, you know, you can go back to school. You can spend, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars on school, spend four years, graduate, come out and then start pay off your debt in a few years and then maybe make a comfortable living in like 10 years or something like that, you know, or he said, you can kind of spend some time and see if you can build a business and just like become financially free and do whatever you want. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, and it would be something if, if he had said that and he hadn't done it, but the mm -hmm. fact that he had done it, it carried a lot of weight, you know, as opposed to if, you know, my dad said that or something. Yeah. Um, and That's actually a really good advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good advice. And so I took it to heart, you know, I, I, I remember coming home and I was like, okay. Uh, and, you know, and then, and, and then I remember reaching out to him. I was like, okay, I think I want to do this. And he's like, okay, if you're serious, I will help you, but you have to be serious. So I was like, okay, I'm serious. And so then he, and then he was really, he was really fundamental in my journey. He gave me a reading list and that's when I kind of got plugged into like the startup scene, did a bunch of startup weekends and just meeting people and networking with people. And I think the most important was just getting in the mindset 
once you're in the mindset, like once you drank the Kool-Aid, it's really hard to get out, you know? So I drank the Kool-Aid, you know, I was bought in. Um, and I've just been working on it, like hustling ever since, you know, just like testing out ideas and, and wow. arrived. That's a very powerful story, Karen. Um, I really like the fact that you say you drank the Kool-Aid. Sometimes having the people, people around like your friend is really important because like it really drives you to become who you are, right? And sometimes you may not even have the right friends to give you the proper advice. And they always say that, you know, it's who you know one and the information that you actually have access to. And, Mm -hmm. and at least your friend has been there to be able to actually guide you and give you all the information that you needed to start your own business. So that's a really powerful story. And I'm sure that a lot of people will definitely be getting some gems from that. So, um, what do you like, you know, um, with with your whole journey, how you started and everything, your friend pushing you to start and your, your advice that you got from, you know, your friends and, and also maybe maybe even some of the things that you've been through. Um, what do you wish you had known um, when you like started out? Um, I wish I, I mean, I think the biggest hindrance is just like fear, you know, and I think there's so much comfort in staying stationary you know, because I, especially as an entrepreneur in the early days, you just feel like a lot of rejection, like rejection of like your ideas and testing it out. Um, and I did, like I did test it out, but I wish I would have like moved faster, you know, and I still like, that's still my constant struggle. Like I move, but I, I know I can move faster. Um, and so that's my, like, that's a past battle and current battle is just like, you know, life is short and what do you want to be doing right now? <laughs> um, yeah yeah because in the in the whole startup space i mean i'm in it so i kind of know a bit Mm -hmm. like they talk about you know when you have a product try to maybe try to put it out as fast as possible but sometimes you really cannot control the you know the the challenges that do uh, you know come your way Mm and and we put so much pressure on ourselves to kind of like be like the biggest you know facebook or the biggest um, yeah but we have to also realize that we are human we we get burned out we also you know we make mistakes along the way but it's just really about like really being intentional and really allowing yourself to grow and Mm -hmm. really trying to forgive yourself when you do make a mistake and and making sure you learn from it so um it's 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 never too late to you know start now but i mean at the end of the day if you have started at least you've started something at least you're moving on you started a journey what mm-hmm. if you didn't start anything right so mm-hmm. yeah but thank you so much karen for for dropping the gems um what like what are some you mentioned fear so is fear um like you know you mentioned fear that fear was one of your um one of the challenges that you had like mm-hmm. you know are there any other challenges that you've encountered and like how did you overcome it oh my god so many challenges um <laughs> as you know <laughs> um yeah so fear was one i think basically i mean if we're going to break it down specifically just talking about the business context like fear uh for me cuz i was you know i was the sales and marketing person and so when you're doing sales as anyone you know you get you get rejected a lot of the time um and so i think the fear of rejection is just i want to say most people have it and usually you know in many contexts 
you know, you can avoid that fear, you, you know, you can avoid being rejected, you know, nine times out of 10, but in sales, you cannot. Um, so that was just one thing that I just like, the more I did it, the more it burned me less. Um, and my mindset around that was helpful. Like, I remember there was a shift. I don't know. I, was, I remember like, there was months where I was just making so many sales calls and, you know, it's painful, right? Cause you keep getting rejected. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I remember there was a shift that I, I made and I was like, you know what? Like I'm thinking about this all wrong, you know, like, uh, cause when I get a, like, who wants to get a sales call? No one wants to get a sales call. And no one also wants to be the person give, doing the sales call. Right. But I was like, what if I flipped it? What if I, what if I stopped thinking of the word sales? And I just said, I'm just, I really want to help this person. You know, I really want to help this person do this thing. You know, I really want to help this person make more money. I really want to help this person get more clients, whatever. And so I remember when I, and I would just like kind of have that mantra and then I would pick up the phone and I would do it. And it was so much better because I think that was just like an organic energy coming from me. And usually people could pick up on it. And like, I was more relaxed and by association, the person who picked up the phone was more relaxed. Um, that's just kind of like one trick that I learned by just doing so many, um, which was helpful, I think. Uh, so it's like, A, just get used to it because it happens. Like, B, don't take it personally. And then maybe C, it was like, change your relationship to sales or something. Wow. That's, that's wow. at least what I did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I really like the fact that you said that you kind of change your mindset uh, into helping people because sometimes we really lose the reason why we started things right and um at the end of the day even if you are making sales you are trying to help people but you are automatically thinking about the sales the numbers that you have to get but then you have to kind of go back to the reason why you started which is helping people and that is why i think you became so successful in whatever you're doing because when you're giving and you have the intention to actually give without you know not really thinking about your results, right? You would actually go, for me, had worked for me, you go further that way because your intention is clear and your intention is positive, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that your intention is to actually help people with your business or help people in any, any way, it will actually yield results in, in a positive manner. So thank you for that. And um, one question I have for you in regards to like, you know, how you, you overcome, commit and all that which you mentioned how do you like keep staying like motivated um Mm -hmm. in what you do yeah that was I mean that's probably the other biggest challenge because so much of it in the beginning was such a lonely journey right um because I was alone and I was the only one and you have to lift yourself up uh and keep you know, motivating yourself. So that was, that was really hard. Luckily I have a partner, like a life partner now who's also my business partner, um, who, you know, was, was, we were kind of on this journey together, even though he was like, he was working full time. Um, but he was like more, he was, uh, he was more involved enough in the business where he, where I could get advice from him. And then, you know, he would take me out of my funk or help me. Um, and otherwise just connecting with other people who are in the space and in the same struggle, like community was very, is very helpful in whichever way you find it. This is why I think a business partner, you know, is so important. Um, I did not have one in the early days. Now I do. And it's, it's changed, you know, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So what advice would you give to your younger self 
um, going through all your journey right now, your challenges right now, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, yeah, so the one I already mentioned was, uh, like, just, just do it quickly, more quickly, like move quicker. Um, and I think that's like, I think that's it. It's just like move quickly, learn, like fail, like as they say, fail fast. Fail fast. Yeah. <laughs> fail fast, learn quickly. Just like uh-huh. move quicker because I, you know, I'm totally like, as you said, I'm, I'm all about, I'm also about like, you know, taking care of myself, especially after getting sick. You know, I like to say I've had the, I've had the privilege of getting sick young. And so I don't take my body for granted. And I think a lot of people who are young and our age do, but I do not. Um, but so I, so I, I make sure to take care of myself. Um, but so, but even besides take care, like I still, I still could have moved quickly and there's just, you know, it's all, it's just like your mind stuff that, that, uh, blocks you so much. Ah, okay. Thank you. Um, move quickly and also it's basically, um, fail fast, right? So you can learn mm-hmm. and then move quickly. Thank you. And I really like the fact that you also talk about self-care because many of us that are in the entrepreneurial space, you know, we are sometimes we get so consumed with, you know, whatever we're doing that we're not even taking time to actually take care of ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, um, self-care is really important when you're on this journey and definitely you go through some challenges and whatnot, but actually taking time for yourself, you know, going out, um, to relax, even sometimes a spa, you know, eating healthy, all that goes in a long way in terms of your healthy mind and also your healthy body. Mm -hmm. So, um, thank you for that. What would you advise someone that would be like, you know, just trying to follow the same similar path as you, um, you know, your journey. Mm -hmm. So advice I would give to someone who's interested in starting their own business, it would be like, First, a why do you want to start it? You know, what is the end result you want to achieve? You know, is it like, and everything is totally fine, whether you want $40 billion or you just want to make, you know, 10 grand for a lifestyle business, like whatever it is. Um, is it because you just want more free time or is it because, you know, you want a bunch of money or is it because you want to do a bunch of philanthropy? Like maybe clarify your intentions. Um, and then I would say, find someone who is there, who has done it, you know, and reach out to them. <laughs> that's like the, that's the thing I would say you do. And then most people, you know, most people believe in the pay it forward mentality. So you'd be surprised how many people would be willing to have a cup of coffee with you or be willing to have a conversation with you and just pick their brain and like kind of do follow in their steps. I think that like that would be a really good first step. And then and then it's like all the other things like getting in the community and the mindset and the testing ideas and whatever. But I would say the first step is like know where you want to go, find yeah. someone who has done that and yeah. follow them and take your uh, advice and take it to heart. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. I really like the fact that you you mentioned pay it forward because that is actually one of my goals this year to actually pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And um and a lot of us take it for granted. We've learned from people, you know, we've, we've, um, we've, um, had coffees with people that we've learned from. We've, um, you know, done things that I think that other people will be willing to also learn from us. So paying it forward is a really good intention to have for anybody that's listening and also clarifying your intention. As you mentioned, many times, a lot of us go into, into spaces or into like start a journey where we don't really 
um, clarify what exactly what we want, the expectations. Mm -hmm. So when you clarify mm -hmm. your intention, I think it will make things much easier for you. You're able to kind of know exactly where to go, even though the road may not be like, you know, clear all the way, at least you know where you're going. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I really like the, the gems that you just dropped to um, for for my listeners. And one last question for you before we I end this podcast. What is next for you, Karen? What is next for you in, on this journey? So, yeah, speaking of like having having more clarity of the type of business I want. So I always wanted to kind of do a SaaS business or a SaaS product. And I kind of stumbled upon this current business that I'm doing, which is great, you know, um, but it wasn't, it didn't really have that software component that I think I was missing. And so this year, 2020 will be hopefully uh, the launch of a new software product. Um, oh, yeah, within kind of our space that I'm still testing out. So I, ca I can't really speak to it, like what exactly it is too much, but um, that's, that's the plan. Wow. Okay. Well, I look forward to it <laughs> and I hope to hear more about it once it's fully developed. Um, but thank you so, so much, Karen, for um, coming on Gems for Success to drop the gems today. And I'm sure, I'm really, really sure that a lot of people picked up some gems from you today. So I will end the podcast here. So um, if someone wants to reach you, actually, before we leave, if someone wants to reach you um, or connect with you, how would they connect with you? Um, so I think LinkedIn would probably be best. Uh, you can just search my name and I should pop up. Okay. All right. So I will leave her name in the bio, which is Karen Shabazz. So if you are looking to connect with her, you can be able to connect her on LinkedIn. So thank you once again so much for coming on Gems for Success. And, you know, I hope to see you around soon. <laughs> yeah, my absolute pleasure. Thank you, Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Gems for Success. We hope you enjoy this episode. Your feedback is very, very important to us. Please feel free to email us or leave a voice note on our Anchor platform. And we hope you got the gems.